this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party finally discovered some important truths about the southern island and some of their companions. After interrogating the captured all Mirko, of our companions, Bria noticed that uh, well, not all. I mean, not the three of you. After interrogating the captured Marco, <laughs> Bria noticed that Bizdira and Hush had gone missing. A brief chase led Flick, Kit, and Bria to a circular chamber where Bizdira, Hush, and Sniv were waiting. An ooze creature rose from the pit in the center of the room and began to speak to them. What is this creature? What does it want from our adventures? And exactly how long have our friends been hanging out with Faux Sniv? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Well, I think we all have our different theories. Shall we? I have a solid answer on one of them, but I'm not saying it. Oh, that's so You don't say, and I do want to start by saying I was really disappointed when I realized that there wasn't a good and easy way to mash up Foe and Sniv's name, like Foe and Oryx. For Sniv. I was sad about that. For Sniv. For Sniv. Bless you. It's like the meme with this Steven. Steven. Yeah, Steven. I know. I know. Used to do them all the time. Yeah, Steven. What? <laughs> Sounds inappropriate. How are we doing? <laughs> That's fair. That, that is fair. When we started this, this recording, is. right before we start, you say, "Are we ready?" And we all nod, or we give the thumbs up, or whatever. And we all said. I think I audibly said yes, and then as you started doing the intro, I like got nervous because I don't think I'm actually prepared for what's about to happen. Oh, I that's mean, okay. If it makes you feel any better, I am also nervous and also not convinced that I am prepared. So you are not because we are going to do something that's not on your seven sheets of paper <laughs> that tells you what is. you should do. I'm I'm gonna say this out loud. I said this to most of you already, but I want my listeners to know this your is list- how my day is going. <laughs> no, your listeners, my <laughs> listeners, your <laughs> knows people listen so to me and me alone that's that's just the thing right like obviously for, i mean tracks. honestly for this season i would not be surprised i would not be surprised oh yeah can she do like uh, a side quest thing where it's like all of the stuff that's happening when we're not there when she's this thing? when she's stuck in the weird tube of glory it's it's literally just her daydreaming about murdering things okay okay that Aww. are trying that's to mind fair. control that's her i think that's really horrible. what Cute. it is um but no i <laughs> literally three times had to remind myself that i didn't need Uh-oh. a mask to get on a zoom call <laughs> <laughs> that is how my day is going today so this is going to be fun this is going to be that really works. fun. I'm yes. glad that you didn't show up with a mask. And by glad, I mean actually really sad because that would have been funny as fuck. It, it would have <laughs> been really funny. And I th- thankfully, I'm that coherent enough to be like, wait, do, don't forget your mask. N- not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I only need it when I leave. If right. I'm home, it's fine. But you're, leave, you're going on an adventure right now. You are. I you're am on them. an adventure right now. There's no going. I'm already gone. But yes, that. Bizdira has been on an adventure for a while. Yes. We did say before the call started um, that Karin, Alex, and I were like, uh, I thought for the past two weeks about texting you, but like we just didn't because like we don't know any information. So like, what's the point of trying to make a plan? So all of us were thinking about doing it, but none of us committed to it. Yeah. So this is all going to be fresh. Everyone's coming with lack of preparation. Big news, guys. I finished this book called Seven and a Half Deaths. Which uh, I'm wearing this shirt for you, by the way, today. You what? I noticed that you wore that shirt for me, and I'm glad that our listeners can see it. (laughs) And I was, I literally 
so we record this two weeks separate and it's a relatively long book and two weeks is a really short amount of time for a mom to read a book. And um, I did it just so that I could have the joke of actually finishing it since I joked about it twice before. So, <laughs> Well, congratulations. I'm glad you... Great story. Thanks. I'm Great glad story. that really this stuck paid to off. That. And that... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> There's just insert, one listener that listens to all three back to back in there. Can you like, insert like yes. canned laughter like somewhere? No, here? it'll okay, make no me idea. so sad. <laughs> but no, also, but think, truly, it's one of the best books I've ever read. So it's, everyone it's a great should book pick it up. It's amazing. You, yeah, I'm I will. I also, as I've already said, I already finished. I finished a book uh, this week. It took me three days, and oh. it's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. <gasps> it is oh. most definitely about a Kit homosexual love affair between so the le- the mixed Mexican first son of the United States and the Prince of England. It's wild. Mm. Absolutely wild. <laughs> so good. Have Remember you read it, how Karen? last week or the week before I was like, one of us always knows what the other person is talking mm-hmm. about. Yep. <laughs> has, okay, just... well then, has anyone read Bonfire of the Vanities? Because that's what I'm reading right oh, now. Oh, not in many, many years. <laughs> that's fine, because literally my, my partner was like, you're reading that? Oh my god, I love that book. And I was like, really? Because I'm like kind of struggling. And he was like, no, you have to read it. He's like, it was given to me like 20 years ago and I'm still obsessed with it. I'm like, since when? You've never talked to me about this book ever. But okay. <laughs> so I'm giving it a shot. <laughs> no, it's been since like school. So I don't. I mean, I remember it being a slog at first, but I don't remember hating it like some of the books I read in high school. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's kind of topical for right now since there's lot of racism in it but you know well there's a there is that you know. i do have a question okay. i pull the audience tell me a pull question. the pull the peanut gallery pull the um, audience uh the audience being you <laughs> oh not the listeners okay. no not the not our listeners not the readers um uh, not my listeners yeah listeners um have you all read the game of thrones books yeah. have you read yes. them yes do all you of them, recommend actually, the ones that have not do you recommend released. doing that even though i've seen the entire series yes you do okay yes but it is a but like know what you are getting into uh-huh. yeah it is I a f- it is a long and occasionally arduous commitment that mm-hmm. i happen to agree with kit that it is worth it but like know what you're doing okay but also all right. mm-hmm. duly noted did you guys read it before watching i generally don't like to do both like i if I have seen something, generally going back, I'm like, okay, this didn't add much to my experience sometimes. So did you guys? I, but I think I, these would, don't yeah. you? I mean, there's so many there's plot so lines much extra and details content. that aren't. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I did read them before, but. I think it's fun to see the the changes that they made for the show and how they combine different characters together. There was mm-hmm. also a couple times, and Taryn can attest to this, that I texted her. I was like, what? No, they are not killing this person. This is not okay. How, <laughs> how fucking dare you? And then they don't yeah. come back until like either the very end of the book or like the next book. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> They're just like, oh my God. Um, but also I like, I didn't feel a sense of finality to it because it didn't like, you know, there were five books and then suddenly, you know, the show's finishing and he's basically kind of stopped writing. So right, right. You have to be ready for that as well. Well, I think uh, mainly I asked because a couple of friends of mine were like, hey, would you want to do this with us? And I was like, maybe. I don't know. I, I think having other people to like mm-hmm. keep us mm-hmm. going, I think that might actually work. So maybe I will. I 
I enjoyed reading them. I thought that was fun, even though I had seen, I think I'd seen up to like season four. Yeah, sure. I think I was uh, in sure. the same boat. Yeah. Um, but I'm also with Taryn where like I'd rather read something before I see it. Psst. Yes. Should we it's play a game? Minutes. It's been 10 minutes. Should we play D&D? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, let's God. play D&D. <laughs> all right, so you all find yourself. I think that was like, <laughs> it was like an SVU. Sound. No. No, I did didn't I do that in you one of the trials? The trials. Oh, yes. you did. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you all uh have followed Bizdira uh into this. I mean, you've seen all of the tubes, the crystal tubes that had the people in them and all of the things, and you followed uh a freaking out Bizdira into this big circular chamber where Hush and Sniv and Bizdira awaited you. You spoke in your, well, something spoke to you all in your minds and used the voices of people that you have met. Bizdira, Hush, Sniv, I think Wabu at one point. Uh, and finally, as we closed out last week's episode, the, this giant pit in the center of this chamber began to roil and an ooze creature with uncountable faces pressing out from it, rose up from the pit, uh, and I believe its last words to you were, we, we are, are Southern Island. Island. Would you all like to recap what you know so far before we start this conversation again? Yeah, no. why not? <laughs> sure. It should take about 3.5 yeah, like, seconds. <laughs> As we all you look at each other blankly. You a few questions in. You got a few questions in that I will now recap. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> um, so it was it was a lot of uh, very uh, sort of off the cup questioning because you all didn't know what to expect. Things like, uh, what is your plan? Uh, why, you know, do you want to work with uh, the tieflings? And it very vehemently said, no, I don't want to do this. There, we don't want to do this their way. Um, because they believe that once the beast is gone, that Flick's father, their father, uh, will sort of fill the void, and that is not what this creature wants either. Anything else I'm missing that you all do remember from that conversation last Those week? Were the big my response that to that, made. like, what do you want then? Uh, I think it, it told now. you ba- the basics of what it wants, which is to summon and, and defeat the beast. Yeah, and it wants our help in doing that. Correct. They okay. also like Bria's drawings. Uh-huh. They do. Th- oh, those God. are the very important notes that I took last week. Thank you. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I don't know if I took any notes because I'm not really me. That is that is all right. So that is where that is. We are now up to date. That's where the th- th- three and a, four. Of th- three. That's where y'all find yourselves. <laughs> I don't know if I'm counting Bizdira. It is a counting day. Wow. I don't know. It um, is a day. No, I know how numbers work. I just don't know who to ca- Whatever. Are so you sure? That's where you all are. And... The creature has just pronounced, uh, I think it was Kit maybe that asked, who are you or Bria? And the, the creature responded, uh, we are the Southern Island. Well, nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> I, well. He is, like extends officially. his hand no. and I push it back down. Like, don't touch uh-huh. it. <laughs> don't yeah, that's perfect. This, I feel like this is something Bizdira would do. This is amazing. I, well, you're not there to do it, so somebody I'm, has No, to. I'm on the other side. Yeah, just kind of staring back at them Love with it. cold dead eyes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Deflick would say something like, oh, well, you're perfectly intimidating. Um, I I think we just want to know what deal would you like to strike up? (laughs) 
What's your plan, bro? The creature now adopts whatever this is that is speaking in your mind. It now sort of adopts just a, it must be someone's voice that you all don't recognize. Uh, it just, it, it, it clocked your flinches and, and moments of confusion every time it spoke in one of your friend's voices. Uh, so it, it selects a more neutral one now and says, um, not a deal as such. Your cooperation, your assistance in finally striking against the beast and removing the constant, cyclical, cataclysmic results of its return. How old are you? I came with the explorers. They traveled the plains in search of technology, in search of help in search of hope. And though they did not know it at the time, they found it. Have you seen the return of the beast before? Yes. How did you survive? By remaining below, as so many on other islands have done. But no more, my people. I cannot continue to live in fear of total annihilation. I have spent centuries preparing. How do you plan to strike against the beast? What have your preparations been? I have weapons at my disposal. Powerful, magical items. And the experience of the hundreds, the thousands that I have integrated over the years with an entire island's population at my disposal. I can accomplish much, but my creations require constant infusions of my essence to remain viable. Traveling to the central island to confront the summoned beast would leave them all in a weakened state, making it unlikely that they would be able to approach and complete their assigned missions. That is where the four of you come in. Well, there's only three of us right now. You've already taken at least one of our friends. My apologies. She will be returned to you upon request. Request granted. (laughs) (laughs) Request requested? Of course. You you just see Hush and Sniv just start walking for the exit. No no other communication anywhere seems to have happened. Uh, but the two of them uh, start to go. And, uh, and the voice says, I took her not out of malice or ill intent. I am well aware, however, that adventurers such as yourselves can sometimes act before you think and it seemed a good way to ensure a conversation first did you release Mirko? no and there is a sort of rumble in the cavern he is clearly this creature is clearly not not real pleased about that so he escaped do you have any control over him? over the original no My creation of him still walks the streets, and all are looking out for him. Is he wearing a red sweater? He will be (laughs) returned. What? (laughs) 
You don't remember that? Remember I was trekking a red sweater? Anyway, keep About going. 12 Merka episodes ago. wearing a red sweater, no. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. It's so good. You're doing such a great job. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Uh, well, I answered the question. So the, uh, the creation of him is still on the island. Yes. And it sounds like he, this creature has the whole of the island looking for Mer- for the real Mirko right now. Do your creations match strengths? So if, if Mirko's a powerful wizard, is your creation also a powerful wizard? As you have no doubt seen with my version of your sister, the copies are identical in every way. Memories, abilities, fortitude, which is a 3.5 stat that doesn't exist in <laughs> I'm restraining myself from making a joke. Do it! Why? Be like me! Do it! <laughs> this is a podcast. Well, join Coffee us. Bizdira join. had a lot of time just standing up. I don't know. She was not performing <laughs> at the same level as our Bizdira. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just writing questions and I'm just asking them. So anybody else jump in here too. Um, are you going to release all of your copies when the beast is dead? What are you going to do for all these people? That would be unkind. Why? Many of those that I have integrated, that have become a part of me, have been a part of me for their entire lives. It has been generations since there was a person on this island that was not one with me. Their bodies, their original bodies, continue to age naturally, but they have no memory, no experience, no sense of the time that they spent here in my embrace. What about the next generation? Will you release them? And at that point, uh, the doors open back up and a... I don't want to say bedraggled, so let's say a damp Bizdira <laughs> walks in ahead of Sniv and Hush. And, I mean, except for the dampness, is a, a indistinguishable copy of the Bizdira on the other side of the room. It's, a, it's an audio, audio medium. medium. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even... He's just being so sassy. He's not doing it. Flick's gonna I, gesture for her to come over here. There you go. <laughs> she's, she's she's just gonna look at the three of you and kind of look back at Sniv and Hush behind her and look at herself over there and just kind of like, I think she's just gonna go, oh god, and like <laughs> curl into a ball on the floor and be like, I don't know who's real. And what does the Bizdira on the other side of the room do? Give me back my dagger. That's what the fuck she does. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, Bria, now that this is all happening and I've realized that, I'm looking at her like, I need that thing back. <laughs> I actually, I have a- Wait, you keep saying looking at her. Looking at which one? Looking at the one that has it, which is the copy. Right. So- Fosdira. <laughs> Fosdira. Uh, question for you, DM. Uh. Did Did this creature make the mask or did they take it off of Bazira? No, they made that. Okay. Yours was yours was a bit of a, a quick transfer, a quick trade. So they didn't take anything off of you. Yeah. So everything, everything. That, that the copy had was just created from the ooze. Oh. Am I to assume that the ooze yes. is... <laughs> no, but am I to assume that the ooze is like on our side right now, like wants to like be kind to us? 
because that'll change Those what I do. Well, okay. Different questions. Um, uh, but being kind to you, yes. Okay. So I'm not saying it's not on your side. I'm just yeah. saying you all don't know yet, if, and if I'm not Bizdira telling you on this call. Hasn't come towards us. I'm gonna go towards her and like put. Okay, a, you go towards Bizdira that just walked around in. her or something. Uh, if you come towards her, she's gonna hold out her hand and say, "Back up." Okay. What is Copy Bizdira doing? Copy Bizdira get... is gonna walk up and mm-hmm. squat down in front of real Bizdira and say, uh-huh. "These are your friends." They are not copies. At which point... At which point... <laughs> this Bizdira like, is going to uh, leave the room. Okay. Not uh, without... I'm going to go... <clears throat> and put my hand out. Dagger, please. Uh, at which point, Fodira will look up to you, Bria. She'll pull it out, and then she'll hand it to the real Bizdira. Uh, which I'm fine with. I mean, I'm not... We'll On have brand. discussions, but that's better. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, no, real Bazir, real quick, is going to look to Flick and say, can I have your stone? Oh, yeah. yeah he'll oh. reach into the bag of holding. <laughs> clean up. Yes. <laughs> and then she's, On aisle three. She, yeah, she's going to clean up herself because she feels mighty sticky. I'm going to yeah. ask her if she's in any pain. Mental, no, right? physical. Not at all. No pain. Okay. He embraced me tenderly. Oh. Or they embraced oh, me tenderly. Oh, I, I listened to that. That's good. Yeah. yeah I listened to that. See? <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Bringing it back. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands here with a few quick mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our Black siblings fighting for justice. We also stand with our Asian siblings and commit to doing our part to end Asian hate and anti-Asian racism. Yes, you can and you must support both communities and many others all at the same time, and don't worry. We'll keep reminding you about it. We do have work to do. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be effulgent if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. And speaking of getting those more people to listen, also tell your friends, because that's super effective, particularly now coming up on, holy crap, four years in. So tell your friends friends, expand the community, and uh, we will appreciate it. We, of course, want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if all that isn't enough, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators from across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program is available on our Patreon page, but we want to let you know the recipients of it for the month of of April. No surprises here, just a list of awesome creators that you should check out, including Nat Rose, Taking Initiative, D20 Dames, I Need Diverse Games, Venture Maidens, Scott Buckley, The Broadswords, Tanya DePass, Meepa Like Us, MCDM Productions, and Rivals of Waterdeep. We couldn't do most of the things that we do, including the Patriotic Forward program, if it wasn't for our awesome patrons, and so we want to recognize some of them and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimigangat, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, Misty, and Aaron Stevens. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge 
and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest Codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. You have one week left to submit your questions to the TLR mailbag Q&A. If you haven't heard about this yet, go check out our socials or the episode notes for this episode and last week's episode, and you'll find a link to a Google form where you can submit whatever questions you have for me, any of the players, any of the characters, any of the NPCs, story consultant Robert. We are finally, after seven long seasons, going to be doing a mailbag Q&A episode, and we will only have stuff to answer if you all ask. So like I said, check out the episode notes here. Check out any of our social medias. You should be able to find that link to a Google form. Fill it out by midnight Pacific time on Wednesday night. Sorry, 1159 Pacific time. How's that? On Wednesday night, April 14th. So next Wednesday. Be sure to get it in before then because if you submit it after, there's no guarantee that we'll have a chance to put it on the rotation and get that answer recorded for the Q&A episode. All right, that's all the announcements we've got for you this week. Thanks so much for listening. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask over your mouth and your nose, even if you're vaccinated, and happy gaming, y'all. I think once we determine that Bizdira is okay, Flick is going to look up at the um, giant ooze and say, well, you've mentioned our involvement, what would the cooperation entail now that we have our friend back and she's safe? Sister, not friend. There are... Many possible paths forward. The four of you are strong. One possibility would be for me to embrace all of you. To copy you so that you can send my copies to do the work that must be done without risking yourselves. Kit is vehemently shaking her head in the background. (laughs) 
Flick will say, what's option B? <laughs> option A.5, <laughs> which can and should be done regardless of whether it is you or my copies of you, is to, I have here untold numbers and can accomplish much through them, but will lose much in the process. The four of you are strong. I have seen that through her eyes. And you can all feel that this ooze creature has somehow sort of focused on Bizdira in that moment, which is weird, because I guess saying it doesn't have eyes isn't accurate. It just has a ton of them. But even the four of you are not strong enough alone. But I saw much more in your sister's head. I saw allies, friends the world over, abilities, numbers, strength spread out across this world. Perhaps, as one, we could all do what I have tried and planned for and prepared for for centuries. Bizdera's gonna raise her hand and say, before we do any of that, can we have Sniv back? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, uh, at that point, uh, again, without any communication, uh, this time just Sniv uh, takes off out of the room, leaves, starts walking out of the room. I do have a question, but I'm not sure if Bizdera should be the one to ask it, because I'm not sure if she would, like, know, because she's been in this, like kind of comatose state. Yeah, does she have memories yeah. of... She doesn't have a, a mystery memory. She's got, I mean, vague memories of the moments right before, yeah. but since she went unconscious in the tube, since the other Bizdira stepped out of this creature, nothing. I mean, you were aware... It's not like you were in stasis. Right. You were aware that, like, time has passed. It's just like you've been sleeping very, very deeply yeah. for a very long time. So, as a person, human being, in the real <laughs> world, I would like to mention to my friends that we should find out that if we... If the release of the beast is a specific point like we know it comes from the central island right but if we're not on the central island or if like if we release it is it going to just spread out to all the islands without like is it like is it a way to contain it just on the central island yeah i have some of these questions written down me awesome. too good um just kate, kate you want to interrog- take it take the interrogation next Sure. Um, So this is kind of a play on um, what Lydia was just saying. But my question, Uh I have so many questions, but I'll I'll start with this one. Great. So you seem to have implied that we can go straight to the central island to defeat the beast. Is that true? Or do we have to activate all the nodes to release it? The beast will return. I have been working to awaken the beast for many years. Your siblings, and again, you can feel that now it is focusing on Flick when it says this in your brains, your siblings have done much work to further my efforts in that arena. Left alone on its current course, the beast will return, but not for some time. We can accelerate that process though it will take great energy for the beast to be summoned when you are in place and prepared I will caution you not to take too long it seems we are not the only ones close to understanding how to summon 
the creature whenever we want. Your sister grows impatient on the northern island. She waits for news. Your sister in the east's betrayal has gotten back to her, as has your sister in the west's failure. She awaits news from your brother, which is why it is so important he not escape. Can the... Why can't I ever remember what they're called? The keepers are... The Aboleth. Aboleth. Aboleths. Can the Aboleths stop them from... Stop him from leaving? (laughs) They are one of several security measures I have activated to keep him from leaving the island, but leaving is not the only problem. He requires access only to the proper material components, and he could cast ascending to speak with his sister. Jingle, jingle, jingle of the bag. Um, <laughs> not that he couldn't find that, that stuff on his own. <laughs> that will buy us time, but he requires only a short length of copper wire to perform this particular incantation, something that exists in abundance here on the surface. Your sister, when she receives word from him, will proceed to the central island to summon both the beast and your father. I knew I should have shut him up when I had the chance. Time is a factor. But what if the western island, if the node isn't active, and the eastern island isn't able to be activated? Question mark. The nodes being active are not what summons the beast. The nodes tap into naturally occurring magical ley lines in this world. These lines meet in the beast's lair. It slumbers atop the nexus of these nodes. Over time, the magical energy in this world builds up and becomes more and more chaotic. It is this buildup of magical energies through the ley lines and through them, through the nexus where the beast slumbers that awakens it. The arcanists, all those years ago, who built the arcania and the nodes, they merely tapped into the natural energy that already existed. The mistake that the arcanists made was in believing there was a finite amount of magic in this world that caused them to feed excess energy back into the nodes, hastening the buildup of energies at the Nexus, and thus the awakening of the beast. I have adapted the process of the ancient arcanists through the technology that was brought here to the southern island, the Bay Trees. You saw the node here. You saw the bay trees attached to it. You assumed that the bay trees were siphoning power from it. The opposite is true. Bay trees are attached to the nodes so that their magical energy can feed into it, slowly but surely hastening the beast's return. A single node overloaded with enough magic could cause the return of the beast. All four being active is one of many ways to bring about that calamity. If nothing changes, when will the beast return? Years? Decades, perhaps? 
Not much longer than that, though. We have been feeding energy for... a long time. And your siblings hastened the process by activating two additional nodes, even though one of them is no longer active. It was still active for long enough to feed into the Nexus and hasten that process. What is the beast? It is a creature of primordial energies. An elemental of sorts, but one that unites the elements rather than separates them. It is a force of nature, but it is still a creature. A corporeal being. Incredibly powerful, incredibly sturdy, but a creature nonetheless. What is your plan to defeat the beast? There is a whirring, and you see, you can hear where it's coming from. There's sort of a little... Uh, whatever. It's like a little conveyor belt, basically, up sort of at the at the top of this chamber, and it begins to move, and there is... The creature doesn't say anything, and this process takes about a minute, um, so it's just sort of awkward silence. It hasn't not answered any of your questions to this point, uh, so you're, you're pretty sure that the answer is coming. It just takes a moment, but after, after an awkward 60 seconds of silence, these three crystal boxes come in to the chamber on the conveyor belt and they're transparent and you can see inside of them this island's three keys i was wondering about that and the creature sort of in that weird psychic way that you can't quite explain draws your attention to the center one and says in your heads this is the key to my plan The evocation key has unique properties. You are familiar with the school keys and their ability to bestow powerful magics once per year on their wielders. The evocation key allows me to transform my creations into living, walking bombs. The problem, as I mentioned, is the likelihood of enough of my creations, weakened as they would be by the lack of my essence, would not make it, enough of them would not make it to the beast to detonate and do their work. Some, perhaps... Yours, if you allowed me to create versions of you, almost certainly. But the commoners of this island have neither the heartiness nor the combat capabilities to remain intact and safe long enough. Most of them, anyway. I have two things. First is, there was, in the museum, there were the archways. Is there a way to transport us and the populace to just straight to the center island so that we don't have to fly or sail the ship. The archways uh, are lost to us. But there are other ways. There are other magics. None here can cast them, but I know of them. 
and could easily teach them. If a copy were to be made of a capable spellcaster, impart the knowledge upon them. It was one of several plans I had for your brother. So, question two. I know I speak for myself in saying that I am I am really excited not to be in that uh, tube anymore. Um, so, would it be possible if we agreed to let you copy us to still keep us awake and have the power of us and our copies together? Hmm. You've stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> I win D and D. I win. I win the whole thing. I mean, she just was in the same room with her copy. Yeah. Ch- uh, peek behind the curtain. Yes, if that is absolutely possible. It's whether or not this thing would want to allow it or not right. that I'm having a moment about. It is a possibility. I did not include it in the plans I presented, merely because. Without my being constantly connected to the original, certain lapses can occur, but it is not out of the question. Are you going to fight with us? I gather from your question that you do not mean will my creations fight, but rather, and the big ooze in the center of the room sort of undulates and says, me, this portion of me know that my creations are as much a part of me as this central ooze, glorp, whatever. But no, the core of me cannot leave this place. What happens to your people if you die? Uh, do you mean to the creations or to... Yeah. Should the core of me be destroyed? An event exceedingly unlikely then my creations as a part as parts of me would also be destroyed what's your plan after the beast is gone to continue my life here in a way that even i cannot fathom with my centuries of memories my thousands of lives worth of experience even i Do not remember what life was like before the constant threat of the beast. Girl, I get you there. (laughs) Will you go to the other islands and try to make more people your clone things? Or are you going to stay here? Are you talking about for the battle or after After. everything's said and done? Like, is he going to just try to make the whole of the world an ooze creature that's part of him? Or or are they going to? There's a sort of, there is a bit of a pause and then the voice says, um, to do so would be exceedingly difficult. The logistics of bringing populations to me or bringing my core elsewhere are gargantuan in scope. Um, that leads me to another question. You mentioned that on our end, you've seen that we have friends and allies scattered across the world and that somehow we're going to, you want us to bring everyone together as one to fight the beast. Do you mean that in the sense of us gathering our friends and simply bringing them to the central island to fight? Or do you mean that in a literal sense of we will all be part of you? (laughs) 
Oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I think it says, I think it responds to you, if the latter is a sound plan that you all agree to, it would be my honor to be at the center of the force that returns this world to its inhabitants. But I have seen what she has seen. And again, Bizdira is the is the she in this situation. And I know that convincing your allies to give up their autonomy, even temporarily, would cost us much more time than perhaps we have. Your friends are capable. They would serve well against the beast on the central island. So as, since you know my memories, you might be aware that we were basically banished from the eastern island because they don't believe that they are in any danger of the beast. Can you give us anything to help argue the point that we that they're not safe and that we actually need their help to fight the beast? The cult's help? Mm-hmm. I have good news. I have pledged to fight the beast and I am the cult of the beast. So you have the cult's pledge of assistance. And is there any tangible proof of you being the cult that we could take back to the the folks who put us on trial? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. Probably something gross. But the answer is yes. (laughs) I'm going to raise up my arm and be like, what is this? And the brand that's on my arm. Ah, I must apologize for that as well. You see, the history of the cults is a somewhat complex one. Small bands of individuals, terrified of the beast, decided to turn to it in worship. In some ways, they were the originators of the cult of the beast. When I realized what the beast was, and that it could be defeated... I, too, began bringing my creations together, not to worship the beast, but to learn about it. The small groups of (laughs) cultists, as they called themselves, were a convenient way for me to keep an eye on the rest of the world. It was no great effort for me to send signs to these so-called cultists, make them believe that the beast was communicating with them, and have them do my bidding. But occasionally, they take things in their own direction. That marking, that marking is a consecration. It marks you as an offering. Heavy. <laughs> uh, and that's where we're going to leave it for this <laughs> no, week. No, but I had another question. Well, you can I ask think it we have an down. entire extra episode of questions to <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out 
more because <laughs> there are more questions you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at dndlastrefuge that's at d the letter n d last refuge and if you have more than 280 characters to say to us you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com if you want to know more about us as players access our Patreon see some awesome fan art and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D you can go to our website www.dndlastrefuge.com as always I want to thank Robert Hupf my story consultant for this campaign and of course all of you for listening I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands and with me I have Bizdira Kit Brienne and Flick happy gaming y'all How old are you? How old are the stones? How old is the water and the air? I was here not long after it was all created. Nope, that's no, none of that is true. Let's go back to that answer. Damn, that I had question. something so funny to say. <laughs> I bet you did. It you was want to say it. And we'll make it the blooper. Well, it was just to compliment you to be like, how the fuck do you make that up? Like that. That's so poetic. Hmm. Oh, oh, it was for me. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was for the. Oh, and no, I don't like compliments about me. Uh, Aww, <laughs> you should. Nope. Uh, yes. So it says, in response to your question, it says um, two. Two. Two years old. <laughs> two million. So, <laughs> so bad. It says, 